Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Dreams Unlimited Travel Podcast. My name is John Magi, and I'll be your host. And in this episode, we're going to get caught up with Tracy's son, Ben, and he's going to talk to us about what it's like to travel to Disney as an adult with special needs. I'm joined at the table by our panel of experts, agent for Dreams Unlimited Travel, Beth Zada. Hello. Client Services Manager for Dreams Unlimited Travel, Kevin Close. Hello. (laughs) There's this weird look, sort of. (laughs) Something happened at the end of Beth's intro. We're not sure what happened. (laughs) Agent Consultant for Dreams Unlimited Travel, Tracy Heinrichs. Hi, everyone. Very special guest this week, Ben Imlau. Hello. Thank you for having me. And back in our production facility, we have our producer, Craig Williams. Oh, all right. Uh, For those watching... Ben and Tracy are related. (laughs) (laughs) I know, it's hard to tell. And if you couldn't tell, those listening, if you couldn't tell from our laugh, we are also related. (laughs) Exactly. Well, that's why I put it in my intro, that it was her son, just in case there was any misconceptions. (laughs) Well, thank you all for being here. How unusual for a a dream show to have this many people at the table, right? Yeah. We don't know what to do. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) And we will be talking all over each other, so get your comments ready. It's usually just three of us. Um, But as I mentioned, really excited to have Ben with us uh, for this episode, very special episode. Um, A very long time ago... Beth oh, did a show yes. with uh, Beth. Ben did a show with us, and um, it's always gotten very good feedback. People get a lot out of it, and we always hear what's been up to today. How are things going? How's stuff going? I Tracy, actually know teachers who have used that not only in their classroom, but with parents. Yep, we get a lot of feedback from parents who say, "Now I understand what my child's going through." Or, my spouse. So very, very excited to have Ben back, who's going to tell us a little bit about where he is today, what's happening with him, how's he doing, and then we're going to go into a conversation about what it's like for him to travel to Disney. So Ben, tell us a little bit about you right now. How old are you now? Oh, wow. So I am uh, 23. I am feeling Did you have to think heavily. about it? Did you have to? <laughs> oh, I did. <laughs> I don't think he expected that question. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, half the time I don't even know anymore. Um... I've been, uh, you know, since the show, I've been doing a lot. I've been, uh, I went through high school. I did uh, college, got my college uh, diploma there. Awesome. Uh, Yeah, I did that for television broadcast. So I have experience now with uh, videography, uh, acting, uh, on air, everything like that. Um, The last year, I've kind of taken time to focus on my own mental health and look into myself a bit more. Um, It was gross in there, but... (laughs) But don't look, don't look. <laughs> but um, I've kind of finally started to accept more so, um, you know, that I'm a beautiful little cocktail. Uh, I'm a special boy. <laughs> oh, beautiful little cocktail. I, I know. love that. Um, <laughs> no. And I no. currently. I think uh, I just brought up some mango. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I currently run a blog. Uh, it's called uh, livingwithautismblog.com. Awesome. And uh, I don't just talk about autism. I also talk a bit more about, uh, I almost said autism right away, (laughs) bipolar, um, ADHD, uh, generalized anxiety, and uh, central auditory processing disorder, which kind of just means that I can't hear anything ever. (laughs) Interesting. Yeah. So... Uh, what I think is really interesting, and in all of that intro, he forgot to mention that he got married. Oh my recently. god! How can I forget that? <laughs> yes, uh, oh, I, yeah, yeah, something happened, but I don't yeah, remember yeah. exactly what it was. It was actually like it was funny because we met on uh, Tinder of all places, and um, oh, sorry, banging the table, I guess. That's all right. Um, 
So we met on Tinder uh, after college, and we just immediately hit it off. We went on our first date. Um, I met her grandma, because obviously I was a strange guy from a strange town, and did my uh, interview voice, of course, because <laughs> I was all nervous. And then May of last year, uh, May 11th, we got married, and I was so happy to marry the love of my life. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, you know, it's funny as you say, oh, we met on Tinder, as if that's unusual. Mm. Kevin and I met online. Yeah. Your mom and uh, what's his face? Chris? <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Online. yeah, your mom and her second husband. Beth is going to meet her next husband online. We're just working on All right, let's not move too fast. <laughs> your mom and you're not my dad. <laughs> they go too far. No, no, it's 100%. <laughs> and so, uh, yeah. We're, yeah, we're working on uh, Beth at next. We're going to yep. find out. No, so, you know, no, not yet. Not yet. Right, to Beth at Dreams on the yep. Travel. <laughs> do we get to pick? Yep. Oh, yeah, it's going to be like a game show. We should definitely do dating services for our agents, we should we? Yeah. We should. Excellent. Yep. So, um, how long has it been since you've been to Disney last? Uh... Yesterday. Well, you know what I mean. It's <laughs> <laughs> the last time you traveled. <laughs> Apparently, your wise assism hasn't. No. <laughs> oh yeah, that's uh, that's yeah. grown with my confidence. So, <laughs> uh, the thing is, uh, I went to Disney a few years back. Two years ago. Two years, yes. Um, around uh, my wife's birthday, so it would have been November. Uh, two years back. Yeah. Did you have the house then? Were you guys living no. here then? No. Um, we were just starting to. We were down yeah, over the winter. Yeah, we were like kind of in the temporary. Yeah. Um, he went through this period where he didn't want Disney anymore. Oh, okay. He mm. went through like kind of late high school into college. He didn't want to come with us anymore. Um, didn't want it. He also went through this period where he was, quote, normal Ben. Mm -hmm. So refused to accept any help or refused, does, didn't need meds, didn't need help, um, didn't need the, any of the extra services available at college for, you know, for kids who may need a little bit of assistance. Was not a good idea. Is that, is that something that happens? I think so. Is that I, something I think that... it happens a lot through those. Yeah, I, I definitely think uh, it does. Um, just kind of, you, you go day to day in a society where... Uh, anything that's seen as different or seen as um, less than, uh, in quotations, I should say, uh, is not okay. You kind of have to go into the status quo. And I finally decided that that's not okay. Um, I was not happy. I was not, I wasn't even surviving really, and, and let alone thriving. So um, I wanted to focus on my mental health and take the reins on it and let people know that it's okay to have mental health issues, it's okay to need medication, it's okay to need therapy, and it's okay to ask for help. I think that's true of people um, dealing with a lot of things. Absolutely. I don't, um, not necessarily mental health issues. I mean, you know, I think people struggle with coming out. Mm -hmm. I think people struggle with gender identity. Mm -hmm. So I think there's a lot of things that what you're saying yep. addresses. Yep. You know, people struggle with having no hair in a society full of hair. Yeah. Um, there are a lot of things that we all struggle with. Mm -hmm. And uh, your first instinct is to hide it. Mm -hmm. Do you think, Ben, do you think you process that different, though? Like, do you feel like you feel so different and not recognize that other people feel different, too? Yeah, it's all like 
living with autism genuinely feels like you're speaking a different language than everyone else. Um, mm -hmm. Even kind of, you know, with my wife, we are still learning to better communicate with each other just because it is such a wall between, um, you know, how your brain kind of thinks and uh, how your trains of thought uh, go when you have like autism or even bipolar. Because I mean, with my bipolar, I change day to day. Um, some days, you know, I'm this extravagant, extravagant, uh, popular Ben, and then there's other days where I can't even leave the house. So it's really, um, really is. Sorry, I lost topic on that's your okay. question, but that's. <laughs> so I remember from the last time there was there was discussion about how. Um, you were having, not having a difficult time, but something that was part of it was this sort of outside sensory mm -hmm. issues where there were certain kinds of materials you were oh, having yeah. trouble wearing and sounds and stuff. Is that the same better? I think in some ways it's better, I, um, especially because I've kind of accepted it more. Um, you know, it kind of goes hand in hand with wanting to appear normal, wanting to kind of fit in where you just kind of put up with you know, sensory things that are driving you wild inside your head, but you just don't want to show it. You just don't want to seem different. But, like, there's still things. Like, I have, um, like, a blanket at home that's, uh, like, a minky um, material, and it's, like, a really just soft material. And if I'm, like, feeling really bad, all I have to do is rub that blanket sometimes. You know, like, again, like the special boy just rubbing his blanket. But um, there's that. There's the rain still in Disney, which... I am so happy that we haven't gotten rained on in this trip <laughs> because that's my, still a big trigger. That's still a big thing that oh, really yeah. bothers you. Oh yeah, yeah, that bothers me too. Yeah, don't tell say, me in the rain at I, Disney. I was gonna say, here's the deal. I mean, I know you feel the way you feel, and it's absolutely yeah. true. But I think you would be surprised at how many people feel the same way. Oh yeah, Kevin has to travel with certain blankets for him to be comfortable in a hotel room. Hmm? There's yeah. a difference. There's a little bit of a different reason for it. No, but, but still, I, it's, it's still my blanket. Yeah, I, yeah. In my carry-on, my blanket always goes. We like different temperatures in our house. Mm. And I have spent enough nights in a hotel room freezing mm. that I bring my own blankets with me. But it's also become sort of this, I bring home with me. Yes. And in Comfort. my head, it's, um, I'm more comfortable with my stuff. Mm. So... It's just, and it's a fuzzy blanket, and it's a Christmas blanket. Yeah. Um, but it's long enough for a big, tall boy. And I think to myself, <laughs> I don't care if the maids think I'm a weirdo because I brought my Christmas blanket with me. Yeah. I think some of that comes with age, too, is that as you mature, I think, I hope that you get to the point where you don't care. Yeah. Who it, cares if someone finds out I have a blanket that I like? That's kind of the thing. I used to, um, what dictated like how I bought clothes and everything was A, how people would view me, and B, how it felt. And I've kind of eliminated the issue of how people view me. I awesome. kind of just don't care anymore. The thing is, it is so hard to find clothes that are, A, comfortable uh, with uh, my autism and my sensory issues and being a big boy. <laughs> like, it is so hard. So, I was just going to say, there comes yeah. a point when you realize I've been wearing pants that are a size too small so they look thinner. <laughs> and I, I, I can't breathe, <laughs> you know? And I'm sorry, there's no one at this table who hasn't done this. <laughs> or behind the booth, I'm guessing, too. <laughs> it's something we all do. You know, we talk about everybody. Like, I, I don't like, you know, it rains and you get wet, and nobody likes that feeling. For Ben, it's like that times 
20. Right. Uh, so okay. when he gets wet, when he, um, you know, Splash Mountain's not in his list of fast Oh, passes. yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> like, that wouldn't happen. Yeah. Um, I don't ride rides where I get wet. Yeah. 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 I don't, because the worst feeling in the world to me is I don't mind my shirt. I You know, I don't mm-hmm. need my shirt. If my jeans get wet, oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm going that's, home. <laughs> that's yeah. it. That's done. Yeah. yeah. And, I mean, he'll lose all... He'll lose all focus and all, I almost want to say, sensibility yeah. when it happens. Oh, I was just about to say yeah. reasoning. Yeah, yeah, 100%. There's no reasoning. There's no, like, it's a whole different level. Like, It's basically, like, if you look at, like, a, a graph of a brain and how, like, a neurotypical person would um, view getting your clothes wet, it maybe take, like, 10% of the focus in your brain. Whereas for me, all of a sudden, it's 100%. Like, mm. oh, I... All I can feel, all I can see is my clothes sticking to me. Uh, and you, it's funny you mentioned with the jeans. If I sit in, sit in like a wet spot, I'm done. <laughs> I'm out of the park. I'm like crying. I'm. It's yeah. a mess. So before we move on to sort of the Disney aspect of it, anything else you want to tell us, you want to go over that we haven't uh, No, I think... Let me let me check my notes okay. here. <laughs> so Beth, how are you? Yeah, I'm great. How are you doing? I'm doing good. You're looking thanks, good. Thanks for coming. We appreciate it. Oh, thanks for having me. It was a little arm twisting, but we got yeah, her here. We got yeah. her. It is All right. An arm I think we are good to move on to Disney. Okay. So you talked about things like so we're, we're moving on to what it's like to travel to Disney. So you talked about things like not riding Splash Mountain. Mm-hmm. What else do you consider for rides? What are the things that go through your head? I can't or cannot do that. It's it's funny what I uh, would have viewed it as it has changed so much throughout my life. Um, obviously, we've talked about the teacups before. Um, I'm sure if my mom sees another teacup in her life, she'll probably break down the ride herself. Um, because that's something you go on all oh, the time. It was that was like all I rode for a while, um, and then we kind of started to you know try new things. It's like oh we'll try this, and then we'll go back to Magic Kingdom to do the teacups to kind of get you into it. Uh, back into like a a mellow state and uh, I kind of carry that uh, idea around with me still like there's a lot of rides that are just chill like you got the people mover um, even the Skyliner was really like and that's not really a ride but in itself is kind of a ride um, what do you think sort of the criteria for that is just slower or open or not as crowded or uh, just kind of like slower like um slower and not like overstimulating so for example um living with the land um you kind of like it's a slow boat ride but nothing in it is in your face Mm -hmm. nothing uh as far as the audio goes is uh blowing out your eardrums or anything like that you're just kind of looking around at some plants and it's kind of like a, a zen time and so that that's kind of your time to get back to your mellow space and then if you want to ride other rides that's where you can go from there. So like you do Haunted Mansion. Yes. For a long time, he wouldn't do that. Yeah. But usually when he does something for the first time, it's us walking. We used to walk him through it. Yeah. So it would be me whispering in his ear the whole time, what's coming next, what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Now with ride-through videos. Oh, God, those are a godsend. They, he, yeah. Sorry. I, no, it's okay. It's just knowing the, <laughs> the what to expect. Now. Right. <laughs> the hear, hearing that is something we hear from other folks as well. Mm-hmm. Thank you for putting up those ride-through vi- uh, videos because now my son or daughter can see what to expect mm-hmm. and not be surprised by it. What are some of the rides you like to do that are a little more thrill ride? Ooh, um, a little bit more th- thrill ride. I love Soren. Got my wife on that yesterday. She 
<laughs> freaked out. But Soren's one of the ones I like. I actually like Space Mountain a lot. You think I wouldn't because a it's a faster roller coaster ride. It's and, in the dark and the and, lights are and it's exactly you would think I would, it'd be an autistic nightmare. But I feel like um, when I can do like something like the People Mover or find like a little nook and cranny somewhere where I can kind of chill out for a second, I can handle that overstimulation. If that makes sense at all. <laughs> Have you guys done Rise of the Resistance yet? No, we. Uh, we that involves getting it. up very early, yeah. and that <laughs> is still an issue. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, try to do it. Please yes. try to do it. Yes. Yes, we will. Probably tomorrow's our Hollywood day, so maybe we will try to get up early and. Try like you that. have to go now. Yeah, <laughs> you're right. I might be too late. <laughs> um, what other things at Disney are you? taking into consideration when you're planning a trip what are some of the things you think to yourself okay now we have to avoid that or i definitely want to do that give yourself time uh the biggest thing even when i planned the trip uh with my wife for the first time uh i wanted to show her everything Mm. uh that's the common pitfall on your uh first time at disney you want to try everything you want to do everything just take your time if you don't get to everything this trip, there will be hopefully another trip another time uh, in the future. And if you can't get to everything, sometimes that's okay. I also think as a Disney fan, mm-hmm. we get that in mm-hmm. our heads. Like, oh, I want to show you the things I love. Mm-hmm. Come on, I want you to experience the things I experience. And for anybody today, you can't do that on no. a regular trip anymore. There's so much to see and do mm-hmm. that you know it's just impossible to get hit all the highlights. Yeah. So what are some of your other struggles? So um, what about uh, sounds? Like when you were younger, um, mm. like fireworks were an issue. Yes, fireworks uh, used to be a big issue for me. Um, not too much of like an issue now uh, if I kind of stand more back. Though with Happily Ever After, we did actually get to still stand pretty close. Um, I do recommend, though, like if you are still having issues with it or someone you know, um, in-ear headphones are becoming like much more of a popular thing or are much more popular thing now. Well, they're sort of ubiquitous, so it's not like, oh, look, that person's standing out because they're wearing exactly, headphones. Exactly, exactly. If you're like, if, yeah. I mean, because you can always get like the big construction headphones that like block out sound, which is which are also great. But if you are worried about um, how people are viewing you, which because I can't say, like, I'm not going to tell people, you know, you have to be comfortable with your mental health right away. And you have to be comfortable standing out right away. So stuff like that is a great way to dampen the sounds of the fireworks, of uh, shows like Fantasmic, of um, even park music. Because sometimes park music can just get so overwhelming mm. when you hear the crowds, when you hear, like, three different songs coming from three different lands. Magic Kingdom's the worst for it. Yeah. I just got... Um this isn't a product endorsement, but I'm kind of thrilled with it. I had AirPods, but I just got the AirPod Pros that has the, the, the noise canceling thing, mm-hmm. and I am shocked. And no one is going to stand out wearing some Apple AirPods. Yeah, I mean they're pretty much ubiquitous. Yeah. So, and I'm shocked at how much of the noise they do. I put them on the other day while John was watching TV, and. I could barely hear the television. Mm-hmm. So if you've got somebody who doesn't want to stand out, mm-hmm. I understand they're kind of pricey, but it does the trick and it's right. um, less obvious. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What about certain restaurants or certain restaurants? Like, I can't. I just can't because it's so loud. Uh, anything T-Rex or Rainforest Cafe. <laughs> well, that's just, <laughs> that's but just I mean, like, taste. Yeah, that's just I was just going to say, yeah, that's exactly. just smart. If you're going there at this point, then. I do have to say, since I've known Ben, 
Ben was the most adventurous eater. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The, the most adventurous child eater. Yeah. We were in a restaurant one day, and he ordered steak tartare. And everybody at the table went, seriously? <laughs> <laughs> You're oh, not yeah. going to like that. You're not going to like it. He liked it. Oh, Festival of the Arts has been, like, amazing for that. Because we, uh, we have the meal plan right now with the quick service meal plan. Um, and snack credits are so easy to use, like, around the world uh, with the Festival of the Arts. Because um, they, you know, you just get a little taste of tastes of everything. There we go. <laughs> Start slur there. Do you think? Do you think things like that that Disney've impl- implemented, like magic bands and the dining plan? Do you think those things make it easier and better for you to travel, or is it at a level of complexity that you don't like dealing with? Well, when you have an amazing travel agent. <laughs> <laughs> I think this is product placement. It, it helps that his travel agent pays for his trip. Oh, there you go. So, that so is I also think that probably true. makes My me more amazing. My going to be his amazing travel agent was Beth, but she's not. <laughs> she not Beth, Beth has her own kids to pay for. <laughs> so um, honestly, it has made a huge difference in making it easier. A, the magic bands. I, I mean, you, you guys never trusted me with the uh, with the room cards because. It just was a bad idea. Yeah, it was just a bad idea. <laughs> what was it? Was it losing them? Yeah. Thought? Okay. Yeah. Uh, just because when you're like so overwhelmed and stuff, you kind of start to get scatterbrained and not focusing on uh, what you have with you. So when the magic bands are literally, you know, stapled to your wrist here. Um, you're not gluing them on anymore, are you? <laughs> I don't staple them anymore either. He's exaggerating. <laughs> Do you, uh, are they okay comfort-wise? Comfort you don't, are not weirded out by sort of the rubberiness of them? and the- Yeah, so what I actually do uh, for um, a visual aid here, uh, if you give it a two-finger space here, uh, you have enough room that you can kind of move it around and keep it going. But if you get a little sweaty and gross under there, one finger, boom, done. <laughs> Excellent. That's yeah. a great tip. And that's enough yeah, exactly. for you. So let's back up to restaurants for one second. Yeah. I want you to talk about character meals. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Character meals um, are still a no-go. <laughs> I will still uh, throw my hands up if I see a character come near me. And I kind of thought this trip, maybe I'd try it some more. But as soon as I saw like a country bear standing in the middle of the thing, I'm like, I'm going to go the other side <laughs> of Frontierland. I'm good. What is it about that? Is it the fact that they might touch you is it the fact that they're it's it's the social anxiety of it it's the um you know they're characters that can't um you know give you facial expressions they can't uh speak they can't anything like that that can give you an indication of what they're trying to get to do for you um anytime anybody tries to give me hand signals um or like anything like that it is just awkward because i can't figure out what the hell is going on our fries are done (laughs) <laughs> yeah so and recently in a blog he wrote about character meals and characters and chris and i both read it and we were like oh because we, we would say you're bigger than them like yeah. this is silly yeah. at this point right well it yeah. doesn't sound like it, i apologize for interrupting you it doesn't sound like fear like a little kid it might be mm. fear of it mm. it's more of like you said uh the unknown of what is actually going through this character's mind i will be 100 percent honest I don't like character. I don't like character meals either. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I just I don't. Yeah. And it's like uh, especially and for kind of a lot of the same reason. Yeah. I don't like the idea that 
I don't like the interruption. Mm-hmm. I don't like the anticipation. Oh, I can't eat because they're almost here. Yeah. Oh, because that's they're going to show yeah. up at your table and you're going to have you know mm-hmm. a whole baked potato in your mouth or something. <laughs> oh yeah, they used to like stick me in the back uh, of the booth, like to kind of block me in. Because I mean, I feel like there should maybe be a rule about this at this point. But they would just kind of come up and like you know tap you on the shoulder and do things and like steal your hat or which is like cute and like if that's your thing that's great. But when you're autistic, you're a little autistic boy. That is terrifying. <laughs> like who the hell's yeah. touching me? Like, yeah, I think yeah. it. I think it went. It started with fear, mm-hmm. and then it became anxiety about what's going to happen. What are they going to do? Mm-hmm. Or when are they going to just appear? Because sometimes they would. Mm-hmm. Um, so it became that, and then it became this. How do I interact with you? I don't know. Yeah. I feel awkward because I don't know what to say to you. I don't know what you're trying to say to me. I feel uncomfortable. And it's the anxiety around that. Mm-hmm. And so reading his blog, it was like, well, darn, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So then we got it. So what we did when he was younger, first of all, eventually we stopped. Mm-hmm. But in the beginning, it's like, well, we have to go to character meals because mm-hmm. that's yeah. what we do. Yeah. Right. So we or, would put or maybe him. It might even also be this idea of, well, let's do it, and then you'll see you. It's okay. Exactly. Yeah. Not and it was also, you know, waiting in lines was never a great thing for us. So mm-hmm. character meals are a great way to meet characters and get your autograph book signed without that big long line, you know, at a meet and greet. So it was all of that. And so we would always put him, you know, if we were at a booth, he'd be. At, you know, we'd ask for a table where his back could be to a wall, yeah. where nobody could just come up and around Behind him. him right. mm-hmm. So, I mean, also good tips now if you're traveling with your young ones who are a little bit anxious about the whole mm-hmm. thing. You know, kind of keep them where they can see what's happening. And then because the character is approaching the table, the interaction kind of becomes a little bit on the child's terms. Do they want to get up and come around? Don't they? You know? So there's things that you can do, but we learn a lot. We've learned a few things, actually, through his latest blogs that it's like, okay, well, that makes sense. Have you ever been to one? Mm-hmm. Have you ever been to a character meal? Yeah, yeah, he used to do them when he was younger. Yeah. Now as an adult, he doesn't. No. It's. I think the last one probably would have been the wedding, and you would have been nine or ten. Yeah, that probably has to be the last one. one. You were married yeah. when you were nine or ten. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, it didn't go over well. <laughs> yeah. This is. Well, yeah. He didn't mention this is his third wife. <laughs> We've tried two other times yeah. to marry him off. <laughs> So I just what, wasn't that popular. What the wedding? What are you talking about? <laughs> Tracy Her and Chris's wedding. wedding. Oh. That it's was a good a, thing you're cute. That was a character <laughs> meal? Yes. I don't understand. Help, help me. We were here on a week vacation with family for our wedding, and the morning of the wedding, we all went to a character meal together before uh, the wedding. Goofy okay. was the minister. You do know the wedding was a character meal. <laughs> You've met them all. <laughs> yeah, there were characters yeah. there. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. Wow, that got weird. <laughs> wow. Anything else? Something we haven't talked about that you want to make sure you're was a character meal? You said you haven't been to a character meal since the wedding. So, Ben, I'm guessing you don't do like 50s primetime cafe? You know what? We actually used to really enjoy it. Um, And I think that kind of comes with the idea that you are talking to a person that can give you the facial expressions, Mm -hmm. that can, um, you know, bounce a conversation off of you instead of just talking to a velvet mask. When he was younger, it would make him anxious because are they mad at him? Uh, mad at me? Well, oh, yeah, we better set the table because they're coming. Um, so it did, but once he realized it was all in jest, a lot of what Ben learns and has learned all along is from watching. So it's watching other people mm-hmm. in social situations. It's watching um, television. You know, he 
you know, he played football through high school because that's what you do when you go to high school. You beca- you join the football team. Mm-hmm. He had never Especially played the sport before. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Everyone expects you. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. And so everything was. That's where he kind of got his views of what was normal through yeah. those years where normal was the goal, uh, or what was perceived to be normal. And it was always I found harder on him than your average kid because he was always comparing what he was feeling inside to what he was seeing other people portray on the outside. Again, I have to go back to this. This addresses a lot of people. Yeah, mm-hmm. it does. There yes. are a lot of people yep. with other things in their lives that mm-hmm. that makes sense. This is what I is expected of me, mm-hmm. and if I don't yep. feel that way, I mean, I was a big guy all my life, and I was expected to play football, and I had zero interest in it. So you do go through life thinking this is what's expected mm-hmm. of me, and now that I. I I don't want that, that there's something wrong with me. And yeah. autism is a spectrum disorder, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, you think about maybe we all have a little bit of autism in us. Well, you he's know? mentioning things like these character yeah. meals. Yeah. And I don't go to 50s Primetime Cafe. I don't want that. I, I don't want that level of interaction. Right. Yeah. I like the waiter or server, servee relationship to kind of be informal. <laughs> you like them to avert their eyes. Yeah. Right. Not, Look down I, when they approach the table. I, I that, I, it, it's not a participation sport, but that's me. Right. Um, Can I ask you a question before you go on to what you were going to say next? In reading his blog, yep. do you think you would have done stuff different years ago? Oh, sure. Um, and not a lot. Like, I mm. feel like I feel like we were pretty in tune with one another, um, but I've learned a lot. And I got to tell you, Ben was, you know, three, even a little bit younger when he started struggling over 20 years ago. There wasn't the knowledge and the help. So I feel a lot of this, we were kind of navigating on our own. Pioneers Mm -hmm. of it. Yeah, almost. You know, you felt like. But it wasn't talked about. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And it was very much a stigma, none. Mm -hmm. And, you know, with other parents and with other kids in school and with other people in general. You know, we struggled with that. So we felt very alone and isolated mm-hmm. um, because we were trying to figure it out. And so I think knowing what I know now, I certainly would have done things better or different. Different, right. Um, but, you know. But how do you know when you're, like, writing the book yourself, you know? Right, exactly. Well, well, or how, do you, know, the, or how do you know with a three-year-old who can't verbally communicate Well, and mm-hmm. that was it. And so the, level. Yeah, yeah. And the first show we had done, um, that was back, I think, still an audio show. Yeah. The first show we had done, I had even learned things there. The way he articulated how he felt being wet um, made sense to Chris and I on a whole different level. And we had never, because he was never able to articulate it that way with us before. So it just, it changed the way we did things going forward. Um, So there's... You know, we know. You stopped hosing them down. We did. Yeah. We stopped. Like we, we they put, let me into the shower. Yeah, we put away the spray bottle. When, you know, we used to misbehave. We used to spray him in the face. You know, we stopped that instantly when he was sixteen. <laughs> yeah, like like I left here and threw away the spray bottle. So I mean, things like that. You know, you do. As, and as he gets older, we've always been very open talking about it. Mm. So I think, you know, the way that he can articulate himself now. And, you know, one of the things when we, were do, we did when he was younger, um, we don't, obviously, he doesn't participate in it anymore. But I think it's a good thing to bring up again for those with, you know, bringing your smaller kids or your younger kids to Disney um, who are struggling with social interactions and maybe on the spectrum. Uh, pin trading was everything for us. Oh, yeah. Really? Pin trading was everything because he had... 
he had a select set of pins. These were traders only. So he had free reign of what he was going to do with them. And we had a script. Script, yep. Yep. We had a script. We had, um, and it's like, okay, so you're going to walk up to them. You're going to ask politely if you can may see their pins. Um, either you say, no thanks, if you don't see any you like, or may I trade for that pin? And just si- a simple things like that starts to kind of build the foundation for um, any kind of interaction with cast members. Mm-hmm. Um, and it really did like kind of help with social, in- uh, social interactions in general. Um, you know, even ordering fast foods, simple stuff like that kind of comes from that foundation of like the script and the pin training. And just knowing how to start. Yeah, exactly. Because yeah. that's, that's always been his issue. How do I start this? Yes. So the fact that he had to start it, first of all, it was only ever cast members. Mm-hmm. We never did it with anybody else. Yeah. Um, but it was the same thing with ordering food. So many things that he learned at Disney spilled over into everyday life. Wow. Mm-hmm. Probably because he it's felt safe. safe here. Yeah. Right. It's exactly, this was our safe place. Yeah. The cast member can't say no if That's I want right. to trade with yeah, them. Exactly. The person it's, behind the counter can't be mean to me. Right. Because and then vice versa, he couldn't be mean to them. Yeah. So in the beginning, it was like, no, your pins are dumb. <laughs> it's like, okay, we can't say that. Yeah. That's yeah. the way John used to trade pins. <laughs> well, they had dumb pins. <laughs> I wonder if Ben is enjoying the fact that Tracy and I are doing a segment for him. <laughs> exactly. Oh, no, it's, um, it honestly was a great um, experience, and it kind of helped that a lot. I actually wanted, before I forget, to change the topic a bit into FastPass Plus. Okay. Um, that is a huge help to uh, me now, especially kind of, because I still have issues with queues. I'm, like, better with it. I can wait, you know, half hour, 40 minutes. But once you kind of start getting to that point, you get antsy. You start, like, all right, get me the hell out of this thing. Um, and so FastPass Plus has been a great way to bridge the gap kind of between the guest assistance card that we used to use and the uh, uh, disability access. Yeah, the DAS. I'm just going to say the DAS card because it's easier. (laughs) Um, Because, you know, now I I don't need something like the DAS and I don't feel comfortable asking for it because it's not a service that I fully need, but I still need something that kind of helps with that. And I think FastPass Plus is a great way to pick which rides that you really want to get to. Um, and you're like, all right, well, these are my times. And then I can kind of plan, you know, oh, I'm going to go to the park by this time. And then once these are done, I'll play by ear. If I'm still comfortable, I'll continue walking around, do some extra stuff. If I'm not, I'll head back to the room for the afternoon or something. Excellent. That's funny because going back to the guest assistance card and those type of things, I think it's important for people to hear that people who need these special assistance don't want it. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. you don't want to ride in a scooter. No, absolutely not. You know, you don't want to have to have a special card that gets me to the front of the line. I think there's this, there's this mentality out there that somehow you're getting special treatment and you're cheating and, mm-hmm. you know, how come you get this and I don't get to have that? That's not how people look at it. No. They'd much rather just wait. And I'm always... I always you hear the same thing over and over again. You're doing this because it's easier and you're lazy. And I've said this for a hundred years now. Go ahead, try it. Right. Rent yeah. a scooter and try it. Yeah. And you tell me how much easier your life is. Even going to the parks with a scooter with mm-hmm. mom, it is absolutely insane. How if she's like parked to the side trying to get out, it is easier for me to step out first and the crowd will start to go around me mm-hmm. than an ECV because people will just not notice the ECV 
whether either that or, or they just try don't to care. get in front of it because right. exactly. they don't want you slowing them down. Yeah, it's absolutely ridiculous. So a lot of the time, it was you know my body blocking the crowd as she could get out because that was the only way she could get out. With the Fast Pass Plus, does it help knowing that you're going to have the things you want to do? Yes. Or at least the option to do the things you want to do as opposed to the unknown that used to be out there. It kind of helps schedule your day a bit better. So you have like these times where you can go to the ride and you're kind of guaranteed to get into the Fast Pass line, which is, you know, typically a shorter wait than the standby. Not always the case. Um, but it also helps because then it's like, all right, so from this time to this time is my ride. And then I can like stroll across the park to the next one, take my time, check out some shops, maybe go to a quicker ride. Like, um, I mentioned living with the land earlier. Um, that's a great one. That's kind of a walk on Mm -hmm. where it's like, all right, uh, I have a little bit of time before my fast next fast pass. I'll check out this ride to cool off or I'll go to the shop because I haven't done any shopping yet or I want to check out some shopping options. So, yeah. Awesome. Um, what's new this time that wasn't here last time that you've enjoyed doing? Uh, so the, we've so far what's new we've tried is uh, Canada Far and Wide. Um, we had to go do that right away. So, you know, we left Canada well, that's and went back to Canada. That's kind of the law, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, well, exactly. Yeah. They ask us yeah. that when we're crossing back over. Yeah. If we get in, if not, we'll be denied entry. <laughs> yeah. So we did that, um, which is another one that was kind of a great way to, you know, sit back and relax. Kind of, uh, I love the visuals of it. Eugene Levy and Catherine O'Hara are so Don't funny. say anything bad about Catherine O'Hara. <laughs> I love her. I okay. love her in Shit's so Creek. It is so funny. It's just a shame that they didn't let her be funny. <laughs> All right. Yeah, obviously they were scripted and yeah. with it's Asperger's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just want you to know. Just wait for the comment section on that no. one. Yeah. <laughs> you bullied Ben. <laughs> um, so... Uh, that was one of the new things we've tried. Uh, festival of the Arts. Um, it's been a while since I've kind of done a Epcot festival. Um, and unfortunately, I can't drink, even though I'm above the age of 21. Some of my medication kind of blocks me from that. But I still got to enjoy, like, the fantastic food, you know, in each of the countries. Uh, and the fantastic set pieces. Like, everything is just so gorgeous. Got lots of great shots. Uh, lots of great video. So you enjoy you enjoy the, the plussing of it? Exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I just really enjoy, like, I enjoy Epcot in general. I find, like, it's very visually aesthetic, uh, visual, visually pleasing aesthetic. Um, and just with the Festival of the Arts, it really adds to that um, satisfaction. Excellent. Yeah. Excellent, excellent. Will you be doing a blog about your trip? Uh, so I will be doing both a blog and a vlog. Wow. Yes. Uh, so Is that Canadian for blog? <laughs> no, that'd be a vlog A. Okay, boomer. Okay, boomer. <laughs> no, those are loonies. <laughs> I'm just gonna say our color coded money is a lot easier to handle than the paper money. People also say that about our coins are terrible. Oh yeah, they're always. I don't mean to. Well, I mean no, they're like true. sticky and gross. Like what? What do you all do with them? Oh, you are your mother's son. <laughs> Give everyone your uh, blog again, your the URL, so people know where to find you. Yeah, of course. Uh, you can check out my blog, uh, livingwithautismblog.com. Excellent. And before we close out, any last-minute things you want to say, something we didn't cover? Uh, no, I think we absolutely covered everything. I just want to say thank you for having me. Thanks.
Thanks for being here. Really appreciate it. it. Was excellent, 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 as I expected. Yeah. Thank you guys for being here and helping me with this conversation. Smile, Ben. Thank you, everybody at home, for listening and watching. We hope you have a great week, and we hope you have a great vacation. <laughs>